What do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Will you get this podcast? We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties Podcast. Wahoo! Season two. So we'll have to buy everything. That's that's the topic. That's what we're gonna start with today. Buying shit that we don't need. Okay, cool. Um, what shit have you bought recently that you don't need? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I've actually been like very good about this. I did make a purchase that I'm very pleased with. Um, I bought a sleep mask. Um, and I, cause I have these outlet plugs in my room that, you know, give you like six more, you know, like it's normal two outlets, right. And you plug it in there, but then you get four extra. There's like six on it. So but there's they like have a light like, on that. Yeah. There's a blue light on the top of them. And like the one is right next to my bed and I have been sleeping for shit lately. And I had read previously years ago that blue light that's why you shouldn't look at your phone like before you go to sleep, you know, that it like messes with your circadian rhythm. So yeah. I, um, I purchased a sleep mask and one that's like kind of like domed on your eyes. So it doesn't, it's not like that flat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it makes your eyelashes feel like they're being held down in like a full Nelson. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it's like doesn't touch your eyes at all. Like, you know, it's no, so, I'm saying like the regular ones feel like Oh, that. so it doesn't feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're good for like anybody who gets lash extensions or whatever. Um, speaking of shit that we don't need to spend money on. Um, <laughs> but um, and, and honestly, I, I, I haven't slept that good. And I couldn't tell you how long I slept like a dead person last night. But the point of the story was... I, I was like highly agitated this afternoon because I saw this ad for the Little Tykes Pelican exercise bike. And like I'm like, a are baby you baby Peloton? It's a baby Peloton, yeah. And it's like 150 bucks. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why? 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 First of all, I Kimmy has been doing this with her girls because her girls like to when Kimmy gets on her Peloton, she puts their bicycles next to the Peloton and puts shoes underneath their training wheels. Mm-hmm. So the so it'll the the back tire will spin. Which I think is, you know, that's a clever idea, you know, and so but I think that we're pressing I I find it grotesque. <laughs> First that <laughs> That we're constantly pushing, the, just the holidays in general, we, and we've spoken about this before, pushing shit that they don't, like, buy them toys, the new hottest toy, and you spend the money on this shit, and they play it for, for five fucking seconds, and you've wasted $100, right? Right. But, so, not only the idea of consumerism, which is just disgusting, because we're running out of space and resources as it is, <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. Marketing exercise equipment to children makes my fucking stomach churn. So I can see this on two sides. Yes, I think it's crazy that they are marketing it as much as they are. I've seen it more so in the last like three, four years than I have in my entire lifetime. But I do think that people are getting more in tune with like healthy habits start early and not everybody's clever like Kimmy. So this is like their way of... Um, including their kid in their daily routine, especially a lot of these stay-at-home moms. Like you want, like 
<laughs> I'm going to blame never really losing weight on Vivian putting her head into the side moving arm <laughs> of my elliptical because then I couldn't work out. If she had her own thing to play on, maybe it could have gone different. Um, but all jokes aside on that, I do think that it's crazy the amount of marketing that they are doing to the kids for it but i think it's a parental responsibility you know like anything else you have to have that conversation with healthy habits and not obsessions and you know your weight isn't the reason that you do these things you do it so that you can like run longer at gym class and whatever you know so i fall on both sides of that but you know i'm a psycho if anybody says boo to my kid about anything she's eating or doing you know <laughs> Right. But I think there, but, and that was the conversation we started to have earlier that I think there's a very fine line between teaching, because I think that to say teaching your kid healthy habits, um, I think talking at a child on this is what you need to do and this is how you're supposed to do it and this is why is it pales in comparison to just modeling behavior. And if your child sees you, making, you know, better choices sometimes, you know, for meals or going out for walks or exercising, they're seeing that and they just automatically assume that this is daily routine stuff, okay? But when you're sitting down and having a conversation with a child and say, don't work out because you think you're fat, work out because it's so you're healthy, you're skewing the conversation immediately there because you're even giving that option of, wait, is am I gonna be fat? Am am I fat? Should I work out because I'm fat? Like you're put, you're planting that, you're seeding that idea, in my opinion, at that point. But nobody has to have that conversation though if they're just living that life. Like if you're already somebody who makes healthier choices and eats better, healthier food, then that's what your kid's doing. So if you're on your Peloton, then your kid wants to do that too. They're not thinking they're fat; they're thinking they're doing what their parents do. So I'm lost on where it's like a as serious i guess because i i it's i just don't like the idea like to me it's it's pushing an agenda i i that's how i see it i see it the same way when you buy you know like when we were kids and you bought little girls that you, you bought the little girls the kitchen sets and the and the play vacuums and you bought the little boys the toy sets like this is a huge thing on twitter right now there's like, i was going little... to just say what is the deal with the kitchen the boy kitchen why are yeah, people there's talking a, about this? Yeah, there's a little boy who is doing like TikToks or whatever, or real, I don't know, whatever it is, but, and he's like killing it. He's like going super viral. He's a sweet little boy. And everybody's like in a fucking uproar about the fact that his parents bought him a kitchen set. And I'm like, why would you not want your child to know how to cook? Like, right. are you kidding me? Like, he has to grow up to be an adult. So it's not 1954. He's not going to go work in the mill and come home and his wife's going to have dinner on the table when he's 19 years old. <laughs> okay. I kind of deduced that, but I didn't really have the energy to look into it. And I knew eventually somebody would talk about that. So yeah, it's take that conversation and put it with the Peloton too, though. I'm not saying it, it just innately that it's bad. Okay. I think kids doing healthy exercises and being active is a great thing. What I'm saying is 
there's a very fine line and people have to be should be very mindful and careful about the messages that they're passing on to their kids is what I'm saying in my opinion I went to a women's empowerment workshop this weekend and it was you know we had these great discussions about body image and the way we see ourselves and being accepting who we are and how we are and not it's not because you're happy with like every part of your body like i think i'm a fucking 10 from head to toe it's accepting <laughs> your body and what it's been through and appreciating it for what it is and it's really i i just find it so important that now as an adult a you know a 36 year old person who struggled with body images throughout my life and has come i've come and i'm very i'm very comfortable with who i am like I understand that I can only do so much at so many times. I know that what my body's been through, I know what my body can do. It is what it is. And I would never want my daughters to struggle like I have in life because I accidentally and unknowingly gave them these ideas that, you know, that something would be wrong with them especially when they're getting to the age where they're on social media and they're seeing all these ridiculous posts these influencers who have like eating disorders and filters and you know and they and this just weird concept of what the you know beautiful body looks like you know i i'm i I just i'm really just into it because i went to this this workshop over the weekend and I, you know, I've just, I've just, it's been like a hot thing for me. Well, you know me, devil's advocate, I have to play the other side a little bit to make sure that we're seeing it all, but I don't disagree at all. Like one of the things that we'll talk about when we do our uh, childhood trauma episode is the body image and the weight thing being something that you never can shake. Um, It's something that just like is with you, even if you don't think it is, because you're making all those decisions based on that. Um... So I don't, I don't like fully disagree in any way, but I definitely, um, can see any of that going south or whatever. Like, I think there's a time and a place and I think it's kind of like when kids started getting like organized sports and stuff, that's when they develop different habits and that natural progression of things is something that I don't think should change either. But like, that's not, but that's, it's marketed for kids like three to seven year olds. Yeah, that I mean that's it says it on the ad like ages three to seven. Oh, really? Ages children three to seven years old, and they've got like a little dine like you know there's you have like the trainers they have like videos and it's like a, a dinosaur doing the workouts and stuff. <laughs> okay. So outside of like going to the park and running around and, and, you know, just being a a natural three-year-old, do you think that we need to get them on a 30-minute spin cycle class every day? No, and it's funny because it's ridiculous sounding like, let's go to power spin with JoJo Siwa or whoever. Right. Right. (laughs) But but funny enough that we're having this We're going to... We're going to do a fucking 20-minute speed cycle with Tony the Tiger, and then we're going to cool down with Elsa, 
and sing Let It Go. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, just let kids be kids. Oh, my God. Like, don't let them drink pop and, you know, like, mainline Smarties. And let a kid be a kid. Like, God damn. My kid don't want to be a kid. She, no joke, before we kicked them out of the house to record, she was on my elliptical. And Ron said, be careful. And she goes, yeah, you just focus on your work. (laughs) Like, she's not a kid. She literally looked at Ron and said, you just focus on your work. (laughs) Oh, okay. It was, like, the most, like, adult and back-talking thing that was too funny to even (laughs) have a conversation about. But she's been saying focus all day. But, um, no, not to lose the message on all of that. I think three three years old is crazy, and I certainly think there's a different age group in which you start working out, like, you know, to use your physicality in different ways, whether it be artistically, um, spiritually, exercise, whatever. I mean, shit. I know people whose kids probably should already be climbing Mount Everest because they'd be hiking like, 24-7. <laughs> well, like, I know that they do, like, they do children's yoga, and I know my kids did it in, in elementary school, and, and certain there were certain teachers that would do it. But to me, that's more like mindful meditation. That's like teaching, like, calming down, centering focusing like that's not like power lifting you know in the first grade i fully understand the line of all of that i think that uh we should try to talk to somebody so if anybody's listening and you have go the peloton for your kid if you want to talk about why you think it's a cool thing or whatever we'll listen to that we invite you to reach out in a DM and we can talk about the other side. Because I don't yeah, feel like we have a full sure. other side of this because I'm not fully on the other side of this. And I would love to hear from somebody else. Um, no. Well, I well, I have some updates from our last episode I wanted to, to circle back on. Um, so we talked about wiping last episode right oh my god yes please circle back because i gotta circle back on that too so i made a conscious effort since that conversation to start wiping from the front when i pee and i have to say i'll give it to you it (laughs) makes more sense you know where your equator is right yeah i know where my taint is and it makes more (laughs) sense to not have to do the full reach around every time I will also tell you that I tried whatever the hell you think you've been doing. And I was like, how does this work? How does this work? So I brought this up in a holiday conversation. Um, I asked my in-law family, ladies only, obviously, how do you wipe? And one of them had said that she literally takes the toilet paper and she pretty much just like shoots it through like shoots and letter situation <laughs> like she wipes what? from front to back so it's like how do you wipe from front to back and she was like but she does it through the front of her legs so like the only way you can do that is if you're like pushing the toilet paper backwards or something you know so like and she didn't say that's not how she does it either when we were like so you just like she like holds the toilet paper and swipes backwards Oh wait. Okay. So here, I think we're I think we're on the wrong thing again. I mean, I've been 
I started reaching from the front, but I'm still wiping front to back. Okay, so now you are on the on one of my family members' little groups where you still take the toilet paper and you go from the front to the equator. But, like, if you know where your equator is, why wouldn't you wipe from there forward? I don't know. Poop particles? I don't... I just... Listen, I don't have... I First of all, I watched a stand-up the other day, um, uh, which was really good. I highly recommend it. It's... Um, uh, what's his name? Mo Amar. Uh, and it's called... Uh, Muhammad in Texas. It's on Netflix. Super funny. Um, but he was talking about how Americans are fucking disgusting because we're like the only country who doesn't use bidets. And <laughs> but I think I inherently have that idea. Like I don't, I, there's gotta be poop particles down there. I'm not brushing them up towards, you know, the, the marshlands. I'm not doing it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay. So I had said that you wipe from behind you and then do this the sweep through and my sister-in-law who knows you was like well she doesn't really have like a whole ass in the way so she is avoiding some <laughs> wild terrain that we have to deal with so that is easier for her <laughs> I do have a flat ass I was dying I was like I'm totally telling her this on the next podcast <laughs> I mean, that might be a valid point. (laughs) I was like, that's funny, and I'm going to take it, because I tried every which way. Like, I tried multiple times um, to see, like, how can you get all the way up there comfortably and feel like you've done the right things, and I just, I don't have it within me. Like, I might have a T-Rex arm, maybe. I'm not sure, but it didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we both took it as a homework assignment, though. Like, <laughs> we didn't even say to. No. <laughs> Normally we say like, "Do you want?" or whatever, but yeah, this was not one of those times. <laughs> so, what's your other? Oh, one of my other updates. Well, the one is just quick. Um, I did make my own Brussels sprouts in the air fryer, and they were fucking delicious. I ate like a whole bowl of them. Baller. Um, and my. You're an adult now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a whole grown up. I'm a whole grown up. She said um, she's 36, but she's about to be 37 in like two months time. Yeah. Three from 40. It's exciting. I'm very excited for 40. Like you, you can bring it on all day. Um, oh, and my other one is we talked about getting into the holiday spirit and, you know, traditions and, you know, what you're into. And I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm very much of the fake it till you make it. And I've been trying to like, you know, just kind of, like, make a schedule and do these things and kind of, like, force myself into holiday spirit. And I can honestly say, like, Chloe, my daughter Chloe has, I feel like she, it's like that scene in The Grinch where his heart grows from, <laughs> <laughs> like, she's so super excited every time we do something. Like, she got, like, these this, like, Rudolph onesie pajama set. And of she, course. like loves wears it around she's like let's go (laughs) just like bounce around the house in it and she plays christmas music and she's it it, it's just like her excitement really has been growing my grinch heart so i can say she's the living buddy the elf yeah i'm i'm officially in the christmas spirit well hello there yeah i have switched sides and i'm not (laughs) We high-fived on the way to the other side. 
I'm a hateful bitch. Um, I got the letter in the lunchbox that's like, oh, here's this schedule of BS at school for starting today until Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Like crazy, like crazy sock day and pajama day and candy cane day, like stuff like that. Grinch day. Yeah. yeah. And it's all this crap. Like, I was like, we're not buying these clothes that she's going to wear like one or two times and then never wear again and be too big for next year. I was like, this is so ridiculous. Well, so they, and it is different because Vivian's little and you have to do all of the work for this. Now, Chloe's the only one that's still in elementary school because she's in the fifth grade and that's still in elementary school here. Um, but it's very, she's doing all the shit on her own. Like, but like candy cane day, I just, I, when I braided her hair, I put red ribbon in it. Grinch day, she wore a shirt that had green on it. Like, it was an anime shirt, but it had green, it was green, so that was Grinch Day. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not, like, super literal. Yeah, well, it's all kinds of bull, bull pucky over here, so, um, I'm not anti the fun that I said I liked, but I'm over this school stuff. I just don't want to have to be beholden to anything. I'm barely on time for the one day she has to be at school before 9 a.m. Like, I could be at school before 9 a.m. every other day of the week, but on Wednesday, for some reason, I'm rolling in there six minutes, ten minutes after, and I pay extra for her to go to, like, some gymsters class so that she can have, like, a gym class while she's in daycare school. Dude, you wait till she's older, and then there's fucking Red Ribbon Week and Spirit Week and <laughs> all the other fucking ridiculous shit. You know, and I remember that stuff when I was a kid and thinking I, like, loved it. Like, totally loved it. And I don't anymore. Like, I let, well, I wore my shirt that Amy made me uh, for that Friends Miss that mm -hmm. has a Christmas tree and it says, light that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I like to go to holiday parties. <laughs> yeah. That aren't at my house because I don't have to do anything but bring stuff. But uh, we went to a party on... Friday, one of my girlfriends and I, and it was like a girl's like, wear your pajamas, we're just chilling kind of thing. And it, I haven't laughed so hard. And like, the holidays make you have to have that like, community spirit also, I guess, is the part that I like really still like. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm excited. We're having our friends miss this weekend. So it'll be nice to get together and have some belly laughs. Oh, I'm stoked. And I, I like, and again, it's that community thing. It's the one time that we're like, all right, kids and husbands, you may be in the presence of this sacred friendship group. Uh, don't flatter them. Don't flatter yourself. They don't want to be in presence with it. <laughs> what, our husbands and our kids? Yeah, they would rather, our husband, uh, uh, listen, I know my husband would rather not be bothered. Oh, I'm not saying that my husband wants to go. I'm just saying it's cool because then we get the kids together and it's like the husbands get to come because now they're going to help with the kids so we can still hang out as girls. <laughs> We're it's basically like an auxiliary... giving them a job. We're forcing them into something. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. And we get a whole group picture with our families, which is nice. Um, like, remember we all knew each other two times in the year? Um... <laughs> So, um, the seasons have changed, and, uh, 
obviously so have we <laughs> as we just discussed but um how are you feeling with the days getting so short like they are shorts now um seasonal depression is here is pretty much what i'm saying honestly i've been i've been doing really well i've been i you know compared to last year i've just um i've i've worked really hard in the last year on my mental health to be very honest with you and um you know everybody has a bad day obviously but i refuse to allow myself to like fall into like these depression holes that i used to get into i'm like very mindful of like positive energy and resetting and um just focusing really on what things you can control the things you can't what matters and keeping good energy around me so hey i work from home i don't really do a ton of things you know so it doesn't really affect me that much my kids are you know ala's in sports i get up early i go to work i go to bed early so i can get up early like it's not really affecting me to be honest that's awesome i um have a couple friends that have said that they are having those issues and one of my friends he used to be a manager for me every time this season comes up like you notice like the huge change um i was never really like a seasonal like it's like when it changes it doesn't really bother me it's i'm more of a uh february march i'm like can we get out of the house (laughs) person yeah yeah i get that well that yeah that's a that just need for like shaking the dust off yeah well i think that one of the things the reason i had brought it up is because the one thing that i was thinking about um this last couple days was just that the seasonal affective disorder um also largely relates to what you do to like combat that so i think like if you resign yourself at 5 30 because it's dark outside then of course you're gonna feel like you have no day left because you're not utilizing the whole day but right. um i it also brought me to the vitamin d uh light thing which i need to get us a picture to put online because we got it out it's in the back room otherwise i could grab it but um I think that thing is really cool, especially if you feel like you just need a little bit more sunlight in your day. Just plug that in in the room with you, and it actually helps your plants, I guess. I looked up a couple things that all related. So I was like, so if nothing else, you're helping your plants and trying to help yourself. Well, do you take – I take vitamin D supplements. I do not. I just take a one a day, so whatever's in that, I guess, and I don't always take it once a day. Right. Sometimes well, I, see, I, can't take, I can't take multivitamins because they make me throw up. I don't know. I, like I, I think it's the iron. I think maybe I've said that before. I'm not entirely sure, but a multivitamin makes me like physically nauseous. Um, and I usually most like half, at least half the time end up throwing it up. So I hmm. take individual, like I take B12, I take vitamin D, I take biotin, um, I was taking probiotics. I, I ran out and then just never bought more because it's who I am as a person. Um, <laughs> you better get but, your fish oil. Ugh. <laughs> Magoo. Those things are so big. They're horse pills. They're disca- They're like so gigantic. But I know, you know that... What the, new, the new thing that everybody's taking is? Um, seaweed. 
Just eat more sushi. There's like this whole new movement of like seaweed is like the best thing for you since sunlight, basically. I don't know the <laughs> science behind it or who's like, you know, the propaganda behind it, but that's it's it's one of those things that everybody's like, oh, you're not taking, you know, like oh, you're taking turmeric. Everybody's like, you taking seaweed? You got to take the seaweed. No. <laughs> no, I haven't heard about it. No, I'm not interested in that. I'm like, I do like a seaweed salad. So if this was gonna bring more um, seaweed offerings to the local grocery store, then maybe I would be interested. But like the way that the seaweed looks like coming out of the sea, that's not the kind I want. I want it to be dried and rolled around some fish and rice, maybe, and then also like pickled or whatever they do with that seaweed salad. I don't. I don't need to take Pickled it all. seaweed salad? That sounds not delicious. It's not for everybody. And you're yeah, I d- not one of them. I'm not, a, I'm not one of them. <laughs> it's very delicious um, for those who do no, like I it. No, I think, but I do think, I, I don't discredit seasonal, seasonal depression. I'm just saying I personally have been actively trying hard to combat it. And I think that that's really the best thing you can do. And what all is it that you do? I don't, like you said, like I don't, I don't change my routine because it's dark earlier, but I'm also of an age where I'm not out doing things willy nilly in the evening either. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I don't get to go out and, you know, have drinks on the lanai. Like, I it just, it's not really my life, but And I think that if you are in a state of depression and you're already of that mindset, if you're in a hole or you're working towards a hole, it's very easy to allow the darkness and the lack of vitamin D to be a trigger for it. And... And what, like we've discussed before, the ABCs of depression, you have to combat those behaviors and not repeat them. So annually, you're just, oh, well, this is the time of year where I get depressed, and you just allow yourself to do it. Yeah, you just, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> right, you're just like, well, this is what we do. This is just, this is how we are for the next three months. This well, is it cycle. doesn't have to be. Right, like you can just say... You know, just try and remain positive. Do things that make you happy. Give yourself boosts of serotonin, dopamine, endorphins, the things that make you, you know, that that make you feel better. And take some vitamin D and don't allow the darkness to be a quite, you know, figurative cloud over your head. Well, you know, I know something that makes people feel better as a uh, <laughs> ridiculous segue because... Um... I, I do believe we've covered the sad, and I think that um, we've touched on the regular stuff, but we'll put up a couple of links also. But, um, I mean, chicken wings make people feel better too, right? <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love chicken wings, and who can afford them right now? <laughs> Thanks, Biden. Listen, I saw so I saw this TikTok, and this dude was like, I just paid $18 for a half a dozen of wings. Like, what the fuck, Biden? Like... You better fix it this week. Like, 
like, he's like, why does gas cost more than my fucking car payment? He's like, I put $10 in the tank and my car just laughed and coughed as I left the parking lot. <laughs> but it, it made me think because, you know, and we talked briefly about this, you know, at the election. We tried not to talk too much about politics just because it's it's a very, like, stressy thing, especially in the last, you know, however many years it's been. It's just been, like, extraordinarily tense, right? Mm-hmm. Here, But I wanted to talk about it because here's my thing. When Kamala Harris was running for the Democratic nominee, she wasn't my favorite. I didn't like her. I didn't really like her that much. Joe Biden, not my fucking favorite. Didn't love him, right? I First of all, I was a Bernie gal through and fucking through. Um, so I'm like, I don't, these were not, neither one of them would have been my top choice. But when it came down to it, fuck yeah, these people ride so hard for Trump. I gotta ride hard for these motherfuckers, you know? Like, I gotta be like, I gotta wear the, I gotta have the Biden-Harris flag on my front porch because I'm sick of seeing your fucking Rambo CGI'd fucking Trump flags on the back of your stupid fucking yee-yee pickup trucks. Like, god damn it. So now, here we are, a year and a half later, or however long it's been since... And they haven't fucking done anything, right? They're not doing anything. They suck. Let's be honest. They fucking suck, too. Most politicians fucking suck. Chicken wings are $18 for fucking six of them. What the fuck? Right? <laughs> but the point is, and I Patrice O'Neill did this bit fucking years ago about Obama. And he was like, listen, we, you know, we're not really down with him either. But, like, you go so fucking hard and call people names, like, we got to back him up. Uh, here I am, like, I'm like, yeah fucking biden sucks he sucks he's like fucking 100 years old this old career long fucking politician he sucks i'm not gonna fucking say that in front of some crazy insurrection supporter i'm gonna tell you fucking biden's the fucking best but like let's be honest there needs to be a fucking change and i wanted to be able to say yeah biden fucking sucks too but he's a hell of a lot better than the fucking (laughs) other option that we had uh i echo all of that <laughs> he doesn't even have good memes <laughs> like, <laughs> biden's like we best got, memes we were screwed. when he yeah biden's best memes were when he was fucking when he was vice president and they like made him seem like the fucking loose cannon to obama those were the best biden memes <laughs> right and now they're all just not even existent there's no good memes and i'm sure there are probably like memes out there but they're not being posted by my circle because we're just like listen we know he sucks but like we're not gonna like emphasize it for others like you just said like no right. admitting in front of the enemy um <laughs> right. but... <laughs> You say nothing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I don't think that wings are on the president. (laughs) No, I know that, obviously. But I also wonder if people know that, like, the gas prices aren't always particularly on the president. No, they're absolutely not either. I saw he released a bunch of barrels from, like, the reserve, too, to, like, help the burden of... But listen, I'm just tired of seeing the fucking Biden stickers on the gas pumps. Have you seen these? Um, Not in real life, but I've seen people posting them where it's like, I did that. 
I this is my fault. I did that. And I'm like, oh, fucking get a life. I can't. I'm tired of seeing the fucking Taliban Biden on the fucking billboards on the side of the interstate. Like, oh, my God. Impeach Biden billboards. You know know how many people you could have fed? How many meals you could have paid for with the money that you used to pay for that fucking billboard? The point is, is they don't want to be paying for nobody's meals. Okay. Right. You're just like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Do you not know their agenda? (laughs) They want to pick who they pay for and help nobody else. That's it. This is not a community effort. It's so annoying. Did you have you heard like the the fucking space junk issue? So, listen, we're fucking, we're (laughs) raccoons. Like, earthlings are fucking, we're trash pandas all day long. We are just disgusting creatures. So, space junk is now become a fucking issue. It's like a danger to the space station. Because it's just flying around willy-nilly in fucking space. Just all this bullshit we've been launching out there, right? What? Dead satellites and shit. Remember Elon Musk launched a fucking Tesla out into space at one point? Just, oh yeah, you know, for no fucking reason. So, here's the fucking idiocracy idea of it. Now, what we're gonna do? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna launch a giant industrial magnet out into orbit, so then all the tra- <laughs> all the trash sticks to the magnet. So then the magnet just collects the trash and then just stays in orbit, and then it's not floating around becoming a danger. To, to the satellites and the space station. Or we're just creating one giant thing to just take it out in one foul swoop instead of a bunch of tiny little pokes. It's like one huge punch. Because <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. I'm like, what the fuck? Are we, so we're going to have a trash moon now? Like, what the fuck? I hope they put lights on it, like Christmas lights. <laughs> Like that fucking, that, um, what is it, a Corona commercial? Like the Feliz Navidad? Like the. <laughs> I can't. We're, Here's we're your trash man. It's in orbit. I can't take it. It's going to be what, like, takes out the sun. <laughs> it's going to put a short out in the sun. Oh, God my bless. <laughs> so, speaking of, uh,. Ridiculous things. Here's a question for you, and it's not our ridiculous ending question, but um, do you know or have you ever said what in the Sam Hill? I've heard, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's the derivation? No, I have no idea. So I looked it up because it was something brought up, and there's a couple different stories, but it means, like, hell or devil. Those are, like, what synonyms are for Sam Hill. So, like, what the hell instead of saying that. But then um, there's a story about a guy who had a store in Arizona, and he was a merchantile guy with a, you know, pretty much like those um, secondhand stores. And then people would say, what in the Sam Hill is that for something they found odd or unusual? So those are, like, the two answers that I've gotten. But people just say it, and I feel like it's something people don't know why they say it. Um, This would be, like, I, a street interview. That seems very strange to me. Right. I didn't like either of those answers, and I was hoping that you might have known a little bit. Because, I mean, I did look it up, and those things come up over and over and over again. 
Sam Hell, it means Satan. It says a euphemism. It's a euphemism for the devil. Hmm. Well, like um, Sam Hain is like the pagan. Like that's the that's how Halloween came about. Mm Hmm. So I wonder if it's there's some sort of correlation there. Look at you. See, you're just pulling stuff out. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I would believe that. I just make shit up. <laughs> well, it's very interesting, and I don't. I, I'd like to do more research and maybe circle back on this topic. But it is very interesting. A lot of the traditions that we have here in America that are derived from pagan traditions, and um, there's been it's. And I'm going to say this and then watch. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to have to walk all this back. But from my very limited understanding and what I've read previously, I'm pretty sure that a lot of pagan rituals and ceremonies were kind of in in likeness to, like, Wiccan kind of, like, giving respecting the earth and the seasons and the change of you know like so that's why like there was like the summer solstice and and sam hain which is like the fall change and i there's something with the trees too which is how we ended up getting christmas trees and i don't know exactly what it is but i think it's very interesting that there's just like a weird stigma on paganism and uh we actually do more than what we realize like in line with with what they used to do i i agree i think that it's just a uh crossover too with uh some parts of like christianity like ever people just like picked what they liked out of certain things mm-hmm. and then carried it forward you know um, right but i remember the pagan tradition being the christmas trees and when i first learned that i was like Oh, that's so crazy. Because it didn't start as actual trees. It was like they were bringing in, um, like, parts of trees. Like, the fir, the coniferous branches or whatever, and then decorating them to, like, bring cheer into the house because it was dark at 3 p.m. or whatever, you know? Okay, okay. Well, that's like jack-o'-lanterns weren't, it wasn't pumpkins. They used to uh, carve radishes. Like a tiny little radish? Mm-hmm. That's where no. jack o' lantern started from. They used to they used to carve little depictions into radishes. It wasn't always uh, pumpkins. Oh, fun fact for you. Yeah, that is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Now I want to carve a radish. <laughs> <laughs> you need a tiny exacto knife, like whittle, whittling this. Magnifying so. glass. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, I'm bringing a carved radish to Friendsgiving. <laughs> but I did learn about the tree. Um, it has, like, the three points. And, like, in Christianity, they took that to be, like, the Holy Trinity. And then, because I was looking up um, upside-down Christmas trees. Because <laughs> um, I remember when I worked for an Australian-themed steakhouse, they would hang an upside-down one uh, from the ceiling. And that was actually adopted by the poor people um because they didn't have space in their house to just 
donate to a tree for however long so they would hang it from the rafters because they also didn't have like firm ceilings they had rafters Mm -hmm. so um in christianity um they say having an upside down christmas tree is wrong because it's not the tip is not pointing up towards heaven or whatever so i learned that Mm. on accident yesterday not even knowing we talked about this today (laughs) well there you go Yep, full circle. Glad I didn't waste my time just knowing that for no reason. Now you all wasted your time. (laughs) I think that's a good stopping point. I think we've got a a solid time spot here. Um, As always, like and follow our pages, Bossy Bessie's podcast on Instagram, Facebook. Like and subscribe. You know, season two, I know that some people have been saying that they haven't uh, been getting the automatic downloads and updates. So maybe if you have to unsubscribe and resubscribe, if, if that'll work out the kinks for you, we love having you. We love hearing all your ideas and topic choices. So thanks for joining us, everybody.